The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we present a tangible argument as to why the Illinois Fighting Illini is one of the all-time elite college football programs that has ever been on the gridiron in the history of college football. Now, you think to yourself, an elite college football program. Okay, Illinois. I'm not sure. Well, okay. First of all, an elite college football program is not solely determined on the number of national championships. Now, Illinois has many, and we'll come back to that. But elite programs need more than that. They need to point to many boxes to check, like blockbuster coaches who truly affected the game, players who were not simply great, but legendary, players who had epic moments in a game, so spectacular, they'll never be repeated, players who set records both game day and over the course of the career. Records that will never be broken. Teams that staged legendary upsets. Players who were the goat of their time. And some historical oddity that sets the program apart from all the programs, all other programs. Now, the best of the best of the college football programs, the elite of the elite would need to check many of these boxes. Dare I say, the Illinois Fighting Illini checks every box. Now, this podcast will offer a tangible argument, if you will, as to why the Illinois college football program, set in a historical context, is an elite program, the best of the best, the elite of the elite. So let's begin. And we start with the national championships. The Fighting Illini, they have five. And four of them were undefeated. Five national championships, 1914, 1919, 1923, 1927, and 1951. And all but 1919, where there was one loss, each year of the four, these were undefeated teams. The 1914 Illinois Fighting Illini was dominant. They shut out four of the seven teams they faced. They really were dominant all season. They never had a close game. Their closest win was a 21-7 defeat of Chicago, outscoring their opponents over the course of the season, 244-22. to and the 1951 Fighting Illini, they did have one tie, but they were undefeated 9-0-1. They outscored opponents 220-83. to And only a 0-0 tie against Ohio State kept them from being a consensus national champion. But they shared a national championship. They scored 34 unanswered points in a 47 defeat of Stanford in the Rose Bowls. Now let's go to coaches. What has the Illinois Fighting Illini program had throughout history? Have they had that one blockbuster coach who truly affected the game? Oh, yeah, you betcha. Robert Zupke, who coached from 1913 to 1941, 
posting 131 wins, winning 62% of his games. And in those 29 years, his teams won four national championships. They were the 1914, 1919, 1923, and 1927 teams. He's known as the Little Dutchman. But he's also known for his contributions to the college football world. You want an innovative coach? That's Coach Zupke. Here's the innovations. What did he come up with? The huddle? The spiral snap from center? The screen pass? The flea flicker? Spring practices? Let's move on to the players. You want players who are not simply great. You want them legendary. You may say the Illinois Fighting Illini has no Heisman Trophy winners. Surely they cannot check that box. You could not be more wrong. They had players who had epic moments in a game so spectacular they'll never be repeated again. Let's start with the greatest 12 minutes in the history of college football. And dare I say, perhaps the greatest 12 minutes in the history of sports. Done in by Red Grange, Harold Red Grange, on October 18, 1924. See, against Michigan, Red Grange took the opening kickoff to the house for a 95-yard kickoff return. On the Illini next possession, he took off around left end, cut back, and raced 67 yards for a touchdown. On the next possession, he took the handoff, cut back again, raced 56 yards for a touchdown. And two minutes later, he took the handoff and raced 44 yards for a touchdown. You may say, okay, 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 I, I got it. Uh, no, do you really have the idea of what this man just did? In a 12-minute span, on four consecutive runs, each time he touched the ball, he scored a touchdown. Moreover, on those four carries, he rushed for 265 yards. Now think about that. Well, Red Grange rested until the third quarter, and then in the second half, he scored on a 13-yard touchdown run, and even threw a touchdown pass that game for a total of 402 yards that day. And that's not all. See, that game, Illinois defeated Michigan 39-14, to and it ended the Wolverines' 22-game winning streak on a day that Illinois was inaugurating the new stadium. This was the birth of the legend of the Galloping Ghost. Now, the next season on Halloween, he gained 363 yards on three touchdowns against Penn and a 20-42 upset. And writers waxed poetic prose about him. Grantland Rice wrote, two ghosts that drift and glide, which one of them to tackle its rival must decide. One of them is a shadow and one of them is Grange. Damon Runyon, analyst, wrote, this man, Red Grange of Illinois, is three or four men and a horse rolled into one. He is Jack Dempsey, Babe Ruth, Al Jolson, Pavel Nurme, and Man of War. Put them together, they spell G-R-A-N-G-E. In the 1920s, he was known, as I said, as the Galloping Ghost. And in 20 games at Illinois, he rushed for over 2,000 yards, passed for over 500 yards, scored 31 touchdowns, 16 of them. 16 of them were from at least 20 yards. Nine of them were for at least 50 yards. His legacy? Well... He's considered the fourth greatest player of the 20th century by the AP. Now, on a minor note, consider the case of Illinois' Buddy Young in 1944. In his first game with the Illini, he raced 64 yards for a touchdown. And on a second play, 30 yards for a touchdown. And by the end of that game, he had carried the ball seven times for a 20-yard per carry average. Let's move on to players who set epic record-setting game day performances. Does the Illini have that? Well, they do, in a pair. We'll start with the obvious. Running back Harold Griffith 
set an NCAA record as he rushed for eight touchdowns on September 27, 1990, in a 56-21 defeat of Southern Illinois at Southern Illinois. Now, after scoring his first touchdown of the game, Illinois was up 7 to nothing, And what happened was the Slukies then scored 21 unanswered points. And now Illinois was down 21 to 7. But by the time it was over, Howard Griffith scored an NCAA single game record, eight touchdowns. His scoring runs, one from three yards, three from five yards, one from seven yards, one from 18 yards, one from 47 yards, and one from 57 yards. Now, you want another great game day performance? How about 47 records set in one game? That was quarterback Dave Wilson on November 8th, 1988. That day, quarterback Dave Wilson of the Fighting Illini set 44 records, school records, Big Ten records, NCAA records, in a 49-42 loss to Ohio State. That day, he passed for 621 yards and six touchdowns, throwing the ball 69 times. Now, what was even more unimaginable about that game was that the Buckeyes had jumped out to a 28-0 lead in the second quarter. But after the score was 35-7, things really got interesting. The Illini had stormed back, again, on the heels of Wilson's passing. Three touchdowns, 21 answered points to cut the, cut the lead to 35-28. to 28. Wilson was on fire that day. And after a fifth touchdown pass, cut the lead to 42-35, to 35, Ohio State put together the drive that put them up 49-38. to 38. But Wilson struck back for that sixth touchdown pass to cut the lead to 49-42. to 42. And that's when time ran out for the Illini that day. But in doing so, he set... 44 school, Big Ten, and NCAA records. How about records that were set over the course of a career that will surely never be broken? Does the Illini check that box? Well, they have a player who set a record that I don't think will ever be broken. And dare I say, if I had to say one record in the history of college football that will never be broken, it would either be Georgia Tech's 222 to nothing defeat of Cumberland or this one. This one is right up there. See, this record spanned three seasons, and again, I don't think it will ever be broken. It's a streak that defies imagination. From 1950 to 1952, the Illini safety, his name was Al Brodsky, set an NCAA record intercepting a pass in 15 consecutive games. This is 1950 to 1952. The streak began on November 11, 1950 against Iowa and ended on October 18, 1952, against Minnesota. Now, moreover, he went ahead and intercepted 29 passes over the course of his career, 30 if you count bowl games. Now, even more stunning was he did this at a time where passing is not like it was today. Back in the early 1950s, well, this was not the pass-happy days we see in modern times. I mean, back then, SMU had led the nation in passing with just over 2,100 yards. Nowadays, Look at 2022. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. C.J. Stroud threw the ball for nearly 3,700 yards. Caleb Williams threw the ball for over 4,500 yards. Frank Harris threw the ball for over 4,000 yards. It was a different age. Now, how about pivoting and turning to players that were goats of their time, maybe of all time? Does the Illini possess that one player that in his position is considered the goat? Oh, dare I say, absolutely. Linebacker Dick Butkus, 1962 to 1964. Dick Butkus was, and probably still is, the most feared linebacker to ever set foot on the gridiron. 
he rewrote the element of fear. Teams game planned around him, meaning they game planned to run away from him. Paul Horning said, Dick would not only tackle you, he would consume you. Butkus was a two-time consensus All-American. He had 145 tackles in 1963, and that set a school record that stood for 14 years. He was the 1964 Player of the Year by the American Football Coaches Association, and he led the Illini to a Rose Bowl win over Washington. Now, how about a program that has a legendary upset? That moment in time where you can say this program did what it should never have done. Does the Illini check that box? You bet they do. On November 4, 1916, the Illini were a 40-point underdog. I'll say that again, a 4-0, 40-point underdog to Minnesota. They entered the game 2-2, two and two and Minnesota was 4-4. Four and four. What happened? The Illini defeated Minnesota 14-9. Minnesota walked into that game 4-0, destroying their opponents 41-7, to 47-7, 81-0, 67 to nothing. They fielded five All-Americans. Well, Robert Zutke had read recruiting reports and told his players the first three Gopher players that would be run. So on Minnesota's first possession, the Gophers ran three running plays and the Illini held them. And so they were forced to punt. And on the Illini's first possession, on the Illini's first play, they took the Gophers again by surprise because they threw the ball on first down. Now, this was stunning. And this spurred a touchdown drive that gave the Illini a 7-0 lead. On the ensuing possession, the Illini Reginald Kraft was his name, intercepted a gopher pass, and returned it to the house. A 55-yard pick six in nowadays terms. And now the Illini were off. They were up 14-0, and they won 14-9. How big of an upset was this? Dare I say, numerically, at the time, it was the greatest upset in the history of college football. Now Second in terms of point spread, but 40-point underdog to an all-time great. Legendary coach Walter Camp, who watched the game from the press box, commented, will somebody tell me how something like this could happen? That's not all. The headline on the next day read from the Chicago Herald, hold on tight when you read this. Now, finally, we get to the end of this. Does the program have some intangible, some historical oddity that sets it apart from other programs? Well, here's one that we can relate to today. Because on October 26th, 1918, the Illini defeated Municipal Pier 7-0 in front of zero fans. This was due to an influenza epidemic. See, back in 1918, the influenza epidemic killed 675,000 people in the United States. And it was different than our COVID-19 because this influenza didn't affect necessarily the elderly, or people with pre-existing causes. In fact, it was highest for people between the ages of 18 to 40. It was just a different time. All right, so there you have it. Let's think about this. Is the Illini an elite football program, one of the elites of the elite? Well, an elite football program must have more than one national championship. They must have multiple. The Illini, let's see, they have five national championships. In fact, the Fighting Illini has risen to the top of about every marker you need for an elite program. A legendary coach with four national championships that gave the college football world the huddle, the spiral snap from center, the screen pass, the flea flicker. They have a player who gave us the greatest 12 minutes in the history of the sport, or dare I say any sport has ever seen. They have a player that scored eight touchdowns in a game 
and another who set 44 records in a single game. And they have a player who intercepted a pass in an unimaginable 15 consecutive games. They have the greatest middle linebacker of his time, and dare I say, possibly of any time. And a team that sported a upset. They were 40-point underdogs when they pulled this upset. And an oddity that sets it apart. An oddity so unusual that is still tangible today to our modern society. This was the story of the Illinois fighting Illini and an argument to say, yeah, I think they're one of the elite college football teams of all time. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.